0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 817. Does a relationship with a bad beginning mean there's no potential? By Evan Mark Katz of EvanMarkKatz.com Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, your host on ORD, the podcast where I read to you from some of the world's best relationship blogs so you don't have to go find them yourselves. Very happy to have you here as I prepare to narrate another post from Evan Mark Katz We're going to be talking today about how well a relationship can thrive if it starts off poorly. Let's see what Evan has to say on the subject, and start optimizing your life. Does a relationship with a bad beginning mean there's no potential? By Evan Mark Katz of EvanMarkKatz.com I've been dating a wonderful man for the past two years. We were friends first, so during the initial courtship, I was reluctant to jump in. He was sweet, patient, and persistent, and I became confident there was potential. However, after sleeping with me for the first time, he was distant, avoided intimacy, stared at other women, put me down, etc. I tried to break up many times, but each time I raised an issue, he fixed it. I was so confused by his behavior until I found out that I'm his first serious relationship. Although he's dated plenty, He has a history of losing interest early on, and it sounds like he's hurt a lot of people in the past. Backstory, although extremely handsome now, he was definitely an ugly duckling for most of his life, and as a result, is not exactly experienced. Once we started talking about his insecurities, and I made it clear that I wouldn't leave, things got much better. Now I am in the most loving, caring, supportive relationship I've ever had. He's smart, handsome, incredibly kind, earnest, affectionate, loves me to pieces, is devoted to his family, etc., I feel lucky. I'm in the middle of job hunting and received some great offers on the other side of the country, which I have turned down. Some days I'm not confident in my choice, and other days I think I'm crazy for basing life decisions around someone who mistreated me. He said that he's 100% committed, but he's also said that he doesn't know where this is going, which is how I feel. I have a lot of leftover insecurities from the beginning of our relationship, and they're beginning to bubble up. Whenever he does a small thing, I blow it out of proportion. I know I need to stop, but I wonder if I will ever be able to forget our horrible beginning. Does a bad beginning mean that we have no potential? How do I figure out if we're compatible long term without having a where are we going conversation and placing undue pressure on him slash us? If he doesn't know after two years, does it mean he never will? Eve. So many questions, so few obvious answers. In order. Does a bad beginning mean that we have no potential? No. Because that would be a binary choice, and I don't believe in binary choices. The fact that he would mistreat you at all seems to be a character issue, and that is absolutely a huge red flag to me. At the same time, if he's been Mr. Perfect ever since that rocky first month, I don't see how you can give greater weight to his previous behavior than his more recent behavior. So, no, I wouldn't say you have no potential. I would say that the kind of person who is distant, puts you down, avoids intimacy, and breaks hearts is a high-risk partner, the kind who may not have the capacity to make any woman happy. How do I figure out if we're compatible long-term without having a where-are-we-going conversation and placing undue pressure on him slash us? You never mentioned your age. It makes a difference if you're 25, 35, or 55, you know. You never mentioned what you do. It makes a difference if you have to be in a specific city to do your job or if you can do it anywhere. You never mention where you want to live. It makes a difference culturally and financially where you choose to plant roots. You never mention whether you want to have kids. It makes a difference in how much time you have to invest on a risky relationship. Those are questions for you to answer. I would suggest that two years in, you may or may not be positive that you are meant to be married, but you should be sure of one thing. Your life goals and your boyfriend's life goals are one and the same. In other words, you should know him well enough and have strong enough communication to know if he ultimately wants to get married, have kids, whether he's ambitious, and where he wants to live. If you don't know the answers to these or have swept them under the rug to avoid making waves, it's about time to have that conversation. I'm a huge advocate of telling women to practice patience and giving men enough time to choose you by their own volition without exhibiting insecurity and pressure. But two years in, you deserve some answers. You don't have to sit him down and say, so are we getting married? You do have to sit him down and find out if he wants to get married, what he thinks about your job opportunities, and whether he's willing to step things up. By the way, it's worth it to mention, just because he wants to marry you does not mean that you should want to marry him. The best relationships are based on a feeling of safety. And if you have a man around whom you don't feel safe, you'll be walking on eggshells for the rest of your life. If he doesn't know after two years, does it mean he never will? I have a theory that I use in my coaching. You can know when it's not right with someone. You can't know when it is right with someone. Believe the negatives, ignore the positives. If you have a bad feeling deep down about a man's trustworthiness, believe that feeling. On the other hand, everyone has had the you-just-know feeling about a romantic partner and been wrong. I just knew twice and got dumped both times. Which just goes to show how much you just know when it comes to passion. Ultimately, marriage is a choice, not a feeling. If either you or your boyfriend is waiting for an epiphany, you might both be waiting for a long time. Lots of people want to have that feeling, so that there's no choice to be made. Problem is that the feeling is wrong more often than it's right. There are two separate choices to be made, Eve. Your choice as to whether you can let down your guard and trust him after two years of good behavior, and his choice as to whether he wants to marry you. You can control the first one. You can't control the second one. All you can do is draw your own conclusions, and if you trust him, and if your long-term visions are aligned, Let him know that you'd like him to make a decision within the next year. If he doesn't, it's time to walk. You just listened to the post titled, Does a Relationship with a Bad Beginning Mean There's No Potential? By Evan Mark Katz of EvanMarkKatz.com. Alright, thank you to Evan for letting us share this post, and thank you to Eve for her transparency and openness. It is so often that our past hurts can prevent us from seeing the big pictures of our relationships, as is the case with Eve. While she's doing a great job of reaching out and asking the right questions now, take this story as a reminder to do that work during all phases of the relationships, even if it's in the very beginning. It's these kinds of leftover feelings that haven't been addressed as fully as possible that get us to rethinking the other decisions, like what work opportunities to take and which to pass up. Difficult, present-day decisions are often shaded with troubles from the past that have gone unresolved, so do what you can to lean into tough questions every step of the way and set yourself up to see each big event, inside or outside the relationship, more clearly. We have run out of time for today, though, everyone. I appreciate you stopping in today, and I hope you enjoyed and took something from this post. Good news is, I'll be back tomorrow with more for you. So, I hope you all have a wonderful night for yourselves, and I hope that you all tune back in tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.